Buying your first home is so exciting, but let's be honest, it's also overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, first you have to figure out where you want to live. Then you have to figure out if you'll be approved for a loan. Then you've got to think about inspections, closing costs, insurance, and property taxes, all on top of making the offer and hoping they accept it. It's a lot. But lucky for you, our friends at League Real Estate are here to make buying your first home an incredible experience. In fact, LeagueRE.com slash close is your one-stop shop for anything related to buying your first home. We're talking advice on mortgage lending, how to calculate your monthly payment, access to incredible agents, and so much more. So if you feel overwhelmed by everything that goes into buying a home, rest easy knowing the incredible people at League are here to help guide you through it every step of the way. They're here for you and ready to serve. So again, that's LeagueRE.com slash close for the absolute best home buying experience. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nowhere Close to Famous, where we have extraordinary conversations with ordinary people. I'm your host, Josh Story, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Brooke Seal. Hey, people. We've got a very fun episode for you today. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed with her new friend. Thank new you. friend. Thank you for introducing me to my new friend. Absolutely. Also, we have a special guest this episode, um, my cough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your cough Y'all, showed up. I'm so sorry. I'm allergic to Texas this time of year, and my cough makes an appearance several times, so bear with us. Um, but we got to sit down and chat with our friend Devin Hacker. Yes. And she was just so much fun. She's Her life experience is crazy, just all the travel and different places she's lived, and just is so down to earth and easy to chat with. And so we had a blast getting to sit down with her. We also took a deep dive into the world of just foodiness. Oh, Um, yes. She's such a foodie. She has a great food Instagram that my wife and I just live by. Um, As you should. She has never led us astray. Her food Instagram made me want to travel. Yeah, honestly. So anyway, it's a blast of a conversation. We hope that you enjoy. So without further ado, here's our conversation with Devin Hacker. Devin Hacker, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. She drove all the way in from Dallas just yeah, to sit and talk which, with which us. Which is huge. I'm all so humbled and flattered by that. I hate driving to Dallas. Honestly, So I'm already I... impressed by who you are. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I love a good excuse. I have, speaking of being kind of a foodie, I have so many spots in yeah. Fort Worth that I like love oh. and miss. So I'll honestly take an excuse to like come hit up the spots. Okay. What, so, what's the spot that you miss the most? Um, I would say Righteous Foods. Oh, great choice. Okay, good Obsessed. call. But today I went to Mamaka Bowls. Oh yeah, because I good, love right? acai bowls, and that's yeah. like a new thing yeah. since I graduated. What bowl do you and get? And I got the Maui. No, the Mamaka. Just the oh, Mamaka. Classic. With almond milk, add almond butter. Ooh. The almond butter is the best part. Almond yeah, butter on totally. top. We are best friends. Literally I add almond part. butter to mine. When yeah, I'm I should honestly add double because it. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It was great. I love that. That's awesome. I, I, I'm always very curious for when people leave Fort Worth, what do they mm. look forward to when they come back? Because yeah. I feel like it really is such a kind of like quaint place. And there are like the local spots. Totally. Like I, I introduced my mom to local foods for the first oh. time oh. last week. Obviously local foods. And I, I had no idea that she had never been. And I was like, I, I feel like if I left and came back, that would be the first place that I would go. Yeah. But no. Righteous is a great choice. Righteous well. and local are my top two though. Yeah. Okay. So... I frequent it. I think local foods is like the best kept secret. And oh, we're like sure. letting the cat out of the bag. So, but it is so, 
so good. It's awesome. It's amazing. Josh, your wife, Haley, she's the one yeah. who introduced me to it. Oh, we no would way. always go get, have power salads. Like uh, literally. So good. That was our thing. <laughs> and I really do. I still dream about it. Recently, I came to Fort Worth <laughs> and I, I kid you not, I, I still brought about three it. home like to go. <laughs> Like, like I need for three the oh, are you hosting a party? Yeah. No. no. I'm meal prepping. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like the breakfast too? Yeah. It's great. It's, it's great. awesome. I uh, I get the power salad as a wrap sometimes oh. just to spice it up. That's a power yeah. move. Yeah. A power wrap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like a, it's, it's like a huge oh, burrito. I can't, I can't eat it in one sitting. Like I eat half. I try to go for lunch yeah. and then I eat the other half for dinner. Yeah. Because so, you know. That was my. secret in Fort Worth. That was my place when. When I was still in ministry, I, so back, backstory, when I first started doing college stuff, I was told that I was probably going to gain like 30 pounds. So just, <laughs> so just a heads up, you're probably going to gain 30 pounds in this job. That's real. And I was like, I mean, do I have to gain 30 pounds? <laughs> like, is there a way? And I thought about it and I was like, you know what? If I ate Dutchess and snob every day for lunch, oh, then that... yes, there's a really good chance that I could like gain 30 pounds. And so I made this conscious decision. I was like, if I'm getting lunch with bros all the time, I'm going to try to find a spot that's like somewhat healthy. And so any dude that has ever gotten lunch with me, I guarantee you I've taken them to local. Cause that was, that was my, my way of taking care of yourself, taking care of myself. That's just good stewardship. And other people. But I feel like and the fact that it's just so good though. Guys, look, yeah. I feel like everyone can win though. There's because something for everyone. There's something for everyone. And totally. you can still be like healthier while totally. still yeah. having like totally. a sandwich. Yeah. Their something. sandwiches are good. Yeah. yeah. And their so burger. Good. So like if you want a burger. Okay, I'm not even gonna lie. Good. They're sweet potato fries. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Unreal. Half salad side of fries. Oh man. I, good thing we <laughs> ate before this. Yeah, I'm low key dying. <laughs> Josh and I were actually talking before we started recording that I just had dinner before I came here and I was telling Josh I ate like somewhere healthy for dinner and I was like man I just feel so much better physically and mentally I'm like way to go Brooke like <laughs> I like hate myself after I indulge in like like I'm a big cheeseburger girl and but I every time I indulge I'm like you son of a you, you did it you made a mistake you did this to you, you I was yeah. like you have no one to blame but yourself <laughs> I am that yeah. same person I honestly I'm such a foodie but I have a really sensitive stomach okay and so yeah. but I'm like sometimes you, I just have to sacrifice yeah but I, it's worth it. I feel like <laughs> sometimes old, older people that are going to listen to this are going to like roll their eyes when I say this. But as I've gotten older, LOL, I'm 28. I just feel such a difference in when I eat well versus when I don't. And I just, it's just not worth it anymore. Like yeah. I literally will sit down at a meal and be like, okay, Brooke, you have a decision to make. <laughs> do you want to enjoy this meal wholeheartedly? Or do you want to enjoy the next six hours of your life? Right, totally. Like which one do you give more value to? <laughs> okay, let's take it back for a second because I know Denver is Yes. Is that where you grew up? Because like, I know you moved around a little bit. Right? right. Okay. I'll give you a quick backstory. So I... Take your time. Okay. I was born in California. Oh, San okay. Ramon. Um, okay. Berkeley Hospital. And lived there for about three years. Okay. Then moved to Connecticut. As lived one does. there. As one does. I think I've... Yeah. I've lived in all the sea states, excluding Carolina. Carolinas. Oh, sure. So moved to Connecticut, lived there for about a year and a half, then moved to Switzerland. That's probably the most Wait, fun yeah. thing. I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. Time out. You moved to Switzerland. I moved to Switzerland. I lived there for three years. How old were you when it you lived in Switzerland? It is my best fun fact. So I was, it was kindergarten through second grade. So probably. The formidable years. The formidable years. So probably like six to nine. Okay. So I wish I was a little bit older because I can't remember. <coughs> Like, I wish I remembered more, but 
I yeah. still remember. I still remember quite a bit. And you remember that you lived in Switzerland. Right. Right. But That's um, amazing. yeah, I remember kind of the funny thing, like random things. And we went back a few years ago and it kind of like filled in the gaps, you know, like I pictured <laughs> what okay. things were like. So okay. it kind of filled it in, but sure. um, was incredible. Yeah. And then moved to Colorado and I would say I mostly grew up in Colorado because we've been there for, okay. for that was home. I don't even know how long. Which of all the states, years. that's probably as close to Switzerland as you're going to get in, yeah. the, in the U.S. of A. So that was a good move. No, honestly, going from the mountains to the yeah, it was great. Still Similar mountains weather. And, and democracy. So that's good. Right. <laughs> right. Thank goodness. Um, Why did you move so much? Just because of my dad's work. Okay. Um, and so the company he worked for in Switzerland was headquartered in Geneva. And so... Sure. I remember when we found out we were moving there, we, my mom's whole family is from Geneva, Nebraska, which is like <laughs> a small, small town. That's hysterical. Yes. And we, at that point in our lives, I mean, love Nebraska, but like, yeah, can't imagine out. moving there now. But when we were little, we like loved going home because yeah. it was family and whatever. So I remember my parents sitting us down the stairs and saying like, we're moving to Geneva. And, <laughs> and like, we were like, God. Yeah, <laughs> the best day ever. Yeah. And we're like, so excited. Different Geneva. Yes. And I mean, we had no idea what that even meant to like yeah. move overseas. Um, so that was funny. But yeah, my dad went like six months early. So then my mom took us three little girls over by herself. No way. Wow. What a and, chip. And I mean, we didn't speak the language. I mean, it was hard. It was tough. I don't yeah. know how my mom did it, but it ended up being, I mean, the best. I have so many questions. We could just do the whole episode on just yeah. this. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm so fascinated. That's amazing. Okay, first, shout out to it your mom. crazy. Yeah. She was. Lynn is a rock star just in general, but I feel like that's a. I mean, this is going so well, but we got to get her mom in here. A rock star. <laughs> she went, oh my gosh. That's awesome. She'd be great. But yes, and I remember we moved there. Oh my gosh, we had no AC in our house. Like that's, I just remember getting there and we literally slept on mattresses with all the windows open. Like I remember driving around our first week trying to find a fan. We couldn't <laughs> buy a fan anywhere because it was so hot and didn't understand. I mean, I remember my mom like being in tears. Oh, um, yeah. But we made it. Did you speak English at school? Like, like was English taught there? Okay. So I went to the international school of Lausanne. Okay. I ended up living in Lausanne. And so we spoke English, okay. but learned French every day. But I mean, we were little, so it yeah. was like, I mean, the colors and whatever. Right. But I That's mean, it was, more than I know. <laughs> I wish I remembered more. But I mean, I had friends from literally, like my best friend, I had one from Sri Lanka and all over Europe and Asia. That's awesome. And so it was, it was pretty cool. I think I look back, like my mom will say now, I think I didn't realize until I was older, like the just impact it had on me, just yeah. in the sense mm. of like how I view other people and different cultures. And I think. There were so many little things, even though I was so young, that yeah. kind of stayed with me. Um, and so I'm really grateful for that. What do you think is the biggest thing that stuck with you? That's a good question. Um, I think one, I mean, I know everyone says they love to travel, which I believe. I mean, right. it's hard not to. But <laughs> I think just like I did definitely find this like deep love of yeah. traveling and, you know, going different places. And um I think, I think really it made though our family so close. Like mm. I think I look back and we're a really close family, and I'm like we for three years like really only had each other. Yeah, and That's a great point. Um, I just think that made us, yeah, so so close, and um, so grateful for that. I mean, truly, there are so many things, yeah. but I think also just being less. I think it made us 
more fearless, which is, yeah. I don't know, there's probably yeah. a better word for that, but just way more like, I mean, it put us so much out of our comfort zone totally. that just the ability to like meet new people. Um, I think that really stayed with me. Yeah. How old were your other siblings when y'all did that? Right. Okay. So we are all three years apart. So oh, cool. my oldest was, my older sister was, I guess like older side of elementary school. And then my little sister, she was pretty young, yeah. so she doesn't remember much, but, um, yeah, it's funny. I took an AP Euro class in high school and I would always, I'd like come home and be like, Oh my gosh, we learned about this in Europe. Like I want to go so badly. And my parents would be like, Yep, we've been there. <laughs> so there are just a few yeah. things. Um, I wish I'd been older for for, but sure. um, yeah, so yeah, you did that. You did that. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but so many just like funny. I mean, just so many funny memories. Like we just were like those stupid Americans <laughs> so often. But totally. um, it was great, and we've kept up with a lot of. I mean, we had a lot of American friends, or even our European friends that have since moved. I mean, everyone kind of came to college in the states so we've yeah. kept up which has been really cool that's awesome yeah that is that's i'm just fascinated <laughs> it was pretty cool that's it's amazing. beautiful we went skiing every day for um every friday for school in the winter no way so that was like yeah. well why wouldn't you probably that was like a really cool thing so when you moved to colorado <laughs> you were already like a pro skier at that i point. mean i wish i was better my older sister was on like the ski team oh no way because the first Kindergarten and first grade, you did ice skating. So oh, I only okay. really had oh. one year of like the intense skiing. Gotcha. So she was really good though. It was like her and all the Swedish kids <laughs> that would literally ski. We would always joke like they'd ski in their short sleeve t-shirts. Like literally, I mean, they were just tough. Like didn't bring no jackets way. to recess. I don't mean to brag, Swedish but population. one time in second grade, I did a project on Sweden. Did you? So. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I did Norway. I'm like really well read. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, we always, we had so many Swedish friends. We always went to this big Swedish festival. It was amazing. But yeah, they were like tough. Like that was like kind of the joke. I mean, That's they amazing. were tough. So um, yeah. But it, I mean, I think it made us a little more yeah. tough being around them. <laughs> well, and you said even from that young of an age, it impacted you. And even how you look at the world, even now as a young adult, is like so clearly shaped by that experience. How would you say it shapes how you interact with others or think of others or even view like different perspectives or worldviews? Right. Well, I remember my mom loves to tell the story of when I, I guess I came home one day and I was, you know, describing this friend to her that um, had... Basically, it was one of my best friends in school, and I was trying to describe her to my mom, and I just, you know, kept saying all these things about her, how she was, you know, just her personality and all these things. And um, then my mom, um, anyways, met her kind of the next day, and I think I had her over her play date or something, and she had, like, really dark skin, really dark hair, um, looked very different than me, and yeah. my mom kind of loved saying, like, I didn't, that I didn't, that, that wasn't even I didn't part describe of how you saw that, any of those qualities, yeah. but I think, again, I was just with so mm. many different people from all over the world, um, and so, yeah, I just, it, um, it really opened my eyes and made me just, like, appreciate yeah. people from so many different backgrounds. Um, That's really cool. Which was... Yeah, cool. And I think it just made me, I like have such this curiosity. I think mm. my family always makes fun of me. I ask a lot of questions. <laughs> and I think it was kind of also from like living overseas and just yeah. like wanting to learn about other people. Yeah. So so when you moved back, 
and you, now you're in Denver, I would assume, right? And there's no more international school. Right. There's no more Swedes. It's, you know, it's a bunch of Denver kids. Was that almost culture shock in and of itself? It was like, oh, I'm just around Americans the whole time. That's a great question. Um, yes, I think it was. Yeah, that's a really good question. Honestly, thinking back about it, I think we I think there were so many things that were just easier. I mean, we loved I mean, just even like getting around and driving and <laughs> I mean, being close to family right. and, you know, the grocery stores and all that stuff. There was a lot that was easier. Um, I think we spent a lot of, we mostly spent our summers in the States, okay. in Nebraska. So um, so it wasn't like it was, you know, foreign. Right. But we were definitely sad to leave. I mean, it was so bittersweet. So yeah. bittersweet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was weird. But also, I mean, when you go to an international school, people move, like, uh, I yeah, mean. Like all the time. All the time. So, like. By the time we left, so many of our closest friends had left. I mean, our best friends had moved to Japan. Mm. And so um, it wasn't – that was just kind of normal yeah. for that to happen. Did you feel like growing up you got really good at making new friends all the time? Yes, yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, I do. And I think – yeah, because we just – I mean, we had to, yeah. you know. But And again, I think that's where my sisters, like our bond yeah. came. Um Remember, we were really close with our neighbors. Okay. And, oh, this is actually a good story. We, I think, like, one of the first craziest things was our first Halloween in Switzerland. Like, we didn't realize that not everyone celebrates Halloween. Oh, really? So we got all dressed up and started trick-or-treating. And <laughs> What'd um, you dress up as? Oh, gosh. Do you remember? I remember I was, like, a USA cheerleader, like, three years ago. <laughs> I think that was Classic. that year. Classic. Oh, I was yeah. a witch. I mean, I was a witch one year. We have pretty good pictures. But we went trick-or-treating, and we um, – I remember going to the first house. I mean, for the first probably three houses were, like, lights out, not – I mean, they just yeah. wasn't happening. We're the only kids in the neighborhood. I don't know why my parents didn't <laughs> realize that. But first house we came to, they, like, were so confused, but they went to their kitchen and brought us oranges, which was, like, Because really you, like, ring the doorbell, and you're like, trick-or-treat? Yeah. And they're like – And they're like, we don't understand. And then the next house, we still joke about you're this. You're like, pala bouffrance. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, they brought us towels. Like, they gave us, like, used towels. Y'all did well. Yeah. Some fresh fruits. And linens. we, I think after that, I think that's when my mom and dad were like, okay, well, like, we'll I buy just, you some candy. I picture your parents, like, leaning up to Halloween. They're like, we have to give our kids a normal experience. And that's, like, your first holiday in Switzerland is Halloween. And they're like, we're going to make this one count. Right. And then they go out, and it, like, does not meet expectations. So funny. Yeah, so that was comical. So I don't that's know if incredible. we ever dressed up again. But we. Is there someone in, like. Europe right now on a podcast being like yeah and then these American girls came to my home and I didn't know what to do so I gave them towels probably probably it was funny though we just our neighbors like my mom we would drive like all of our neighbors to school because I don't know again there's just this like I feel like this like tough mentality yeah. in a lot of Europeans and like our neighbors they were literally our age and they would just take public transportation to school no and way. not because it like had any you know <clears throat> anything to do with money or whatever, but just yeah. because this the parents would go, you know, or I, I remember you one day, it. right. My mom, like 
she was driving us home and she asked her neighbors what they were doing after school and the one was like taking a taxi to the dentist and was like oh i'm literally. taking myself to the dentist no literally <laughs> i have friends my age that still don't take themselves to the dentist right That's no amazing. i don't I, st- I literally have to take my mom with me so anyways, <laughs> it was just funny That's but, awesome. but awesome that's yeah. awesome yeah so you move back to colorado <laughs> yes um we like to ask people this how would you describe high school dev okay Wow, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, I think I would have liked her. Oh, y'all are sweet. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know if I would have liked myself. No, just kidding. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. That is such that's okay. a good question. I, I tell people I all yo, the time that like, when say? I think back on high school, Brooke, I'm like, oh, my gosh, she was the worst. Like, Brooke now would not be friends with high school Brooke. Like, I say that. That's a little hyperbolic. But I think there's a healthy awareness almost in your young adult years that like if you totally love high school, your high school self, it's like, how much have you grown in the last right, decade right. or so? You I like, nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Killed it. Said no one. I was my best self. <laughs> I look back and I like cringe. No, I mean I had a I had a great high school experience, I would say, but I I think I got really stressed. Like I remember sure. being I was the girl that was like overly involved. Yeah. Like it yeah. did way too much. And so I remember just like so many late nights. What were you involved in? Well, I did, what did I do? I played sports. Okay. But then I like did mock trial. Oh, like no way. familiar with mock trial. You uh, did that, right? Yeah, yeah, did yeah. you? Yeah. Josh did oh, that. Oh my gosh. I went to state. No big deal. Yeah. I was an <laughs> outstanding witness. It's fine. I won an award one year. Um, no. Yeah. Did mock trial. And what else? There was an organization at my school, like a nonprofit that was based at my school. So I volunteered there a lot. Oh, this is, you know this. I worked at our high school bank. Okay, yes. I was going to ask you <laughs> this. Your high school what? Your bank? So we had the largest student-run bank in America in our high school. Like, it literally was the branch of a bank, like, in our high school. And so I was a teller. Like a legit bank. Like a legit bank. Like, like you could go in and be like, I'd like to withdraw $100. Yes. Like, parents and stores to buy, you know, a cookie. So, I mean, which I think looking back on it, it's like you, you had to do checks and learn how to, you know, do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Balance your checkbook, which no one does anymore. No one does. (laughs) So. My dad does. Shout out to dad. He he still does very faithfully. (laughs) So I, I, but I honestly couldn't even tell you the main. Yeah. I think it was just this thing that our school thought was really great and i think that like the community this bank was Mm -hmm. like this is you know to be involved in the community i guess good for you i should have asked probably more questions no (laughs) no that's a random question that i asked but i think it's epic that y'all No, it was great i mean it got to the point where we had like sweatshirts we got like a monogram lululemon like jackets (laughs) sure it was kind of like an exclusive like, like oh, there started being like drama, <laughs> yeah, because like like that's what people cool wouldn't get did. in, and then it would be drama sure. and all the things. So, um, so that was funny. We had very different high school experiences. <laughs> <laughs> but like I look back and I'm like, that was cringy. Sure, so many things were cringy. That's but so funny. It was, yeah, it was pretty funny. I know. Yeah, a good resume builder. Honestly. A good yeah, resume. <laughs> Speaking of resumes, okay. Um. So let's back to like you're very involved in like social media from like a career standpoint, yes. right? Like you, you work with influencers 
and stuff like that. But you had an internship in college with Barstool. I did. Okay. Which Barstool thank you for sports. gracing us with your presence. Barstool I'm, sports. I I'm just kind which of a big deal. <laughs> you seem like the least likely candidate for an internship at Barstool. How did that go? You're not the first person to say that. Um, <laughs> no, it is funny. People really think it's like the most shocking thing. Um, I will say, I need to preface, like I wasn't in the videos or okay. a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, were you with, you know, blah, blah, blah in this video. I wasn't. I very much worked on like the business side. Yeah. Um, but a girl that works on the marketing team went to my high school. And so it was kind of this random. Like, was she on the bank committee? Um, maybe. Uh, Honestly, okay. probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. If she was anybody, she was. If she was anybody, <laughs> she was, those roots run deep. She was a teller. <laughs> She's like, let me uh, take care of my girl. Literally. Oh, there's a. We didn't employ the month. I mean, it was oh legit. Gosh, um, but she. Yeah. So it kind of happened like randomly, kind of funny, and I don't even think I really understood like just how big Barstool was yeah. or what it really was. And yeah. I remember telling my parents, and they're like, yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> and then I remember my first day, I think they had like done some more research. Oh, and they really? were kind of like, oh my gosh, like, what are you doing? Is she, is she working uh, at a frat house? Like, literally. Yeah. And they, I mean, when you Google it, right. you know, who knows what's going to come up. Right. So um, <laughs> I think they were like a little bit concerned. Yeah. Um, but it ended up being honestly such yeah. a great experience. And um, it was like a brand new office. I mean, it's had grown so much. And um, yeah, it's funny because I would like literally I was upstairs on the very I mean, it was like, I mean, not serious. It was just like a formal business setting. Yeah. But then downstairs, I would hear just all of all the, bets like, were off. Oh, all of a sudden, you'd be like looking on Instagram, and there'd be like a Nerf gun war downstairs, and we're yeah. just like, you know, upstairs working away. You're like I'm conducting a meeting, right? <laughs> right. But every day, I'd be like wanting to see. I mean, all of a sudden, I'd leave the office and like look on Instagram and see some huge person was yeah. downstairs, and I just had no <laughs> idea. But no, it's pretty funny. I have like a lot of when I left, they gave me a lot of like merch <laughs> and so i have a flag that's like as big as this room no and i way. hung it up in my college house as like i'm in a little like a frat <laughs> and it's just funny it's unlikely it's that's, unlikely. Awesome. But that's so funny yeah. you know what's expensive cologne but you know what's even more expensive not smelling your best but don't worry because guy fox is the solution the team at Guy Fox pride themselves on quality, affordability, and convenience so dudes can smell great without the hassle. The best way to do it is, is to go to guyfox.com and pick yourself up a starter kit. It comes with six uh, kind of signature scents that you can test out, and then once you find your unique scent, they'll send you a full bottle of that scent at no extra cost. It's incredible. And the best part is that if you go to GuyFox, G-U-Y-F-O-X.com and use code NOWHEREClose, you get 15% off your starter kit. So again, that is GuyFox.com and use code NOWHEREClose to get 15% off a starter kit. Did you want to work in like the social media advertising marketing world the whole time? Um, I think yes. I think that was always appealing to me, but yeah. I actually think I did a few internships that were 
heavily social media based where I was like posting on Instagram yeah. and I actually didn't like it really? as much as I thought I would. Um, that kind of made me not want to pursue a career yeah. in that space. I mean, I, in the sense of I work at a talent management agency, so our talent are present on Instagram, but like I don't. But you're not the one. I'm not, you're not like, running it. Writing captions and creating content. Yeah. So I kind of like being near the space, but yeah. not necessarily. Yeah. Um, being in it. I mean, I think it's a really cool line of work. I just think I struggle to find as much purpose yeah. in it. Totally. As well, in that vein, what drew you to that profession? Like, what keeps you there, and what do you enjoy about being in that realm? Right. I think it's. Um, I think I really do love like the community aspect. I mean, I know there mm -hmm. are so many superficial things about social media right. and whatever. But I think one thing, I think from living in multiple places, I think that's been the way I mm. keep up with so many friends totally. literally sure. across the world. And so I think I truly have like an appreciation for it in that sense. Um, but I don't know. I think I love just like the creative space that it is yeah. and think that's really interesting. And um, yeah, I think, I think it's just creative and engaging and yeah. I just loved kind of that aspect this might be a naive question so we can cut this if we need to okay. great but in working in like the talent management right. space you i'm assuming which maybe this is wrong you come across people that are like quote unquote famous or like more well on their way than like the average person like even this podcast is called nowhere close to famous so the irony <laughs> of this whole setup it's is hilarious but one thing that i find myself thinking through all the time is i think through people that are like more well-known or even famous and I'm like what would it really be like to meet so and so and I to myself I'm like they get up and put their pants on one leg at a time just like <laughs> anybody else like I I find myself in and it's not like I've ever actually met a famous person so who knows this might all go out the window but even talking with like Clayton Jones on this podcast and all the people he's rubbed elbows with and like thinking about we sat down with Ty Summers and thinking about Bob Goff answered our phone call and everybody's like, oh my God, Bob Goff answered his phone. I'm like, yeah, he's got a phone. It <laughs> rang. He hit the green button. Like, yeah, yeah. In, in a way, I'm so almost oppositely struck by the idea of someone being famous. How do you process that? Like, do you get wrapped up in the stardom of it? Or are you like, no, they're super average and normal and that's what makes me want to interact with them? Right. Well, it's funny. I actually just went on a retreat last week with my company and we, it was like all of our talent. All of our oh, that's cool. Oh, no way. So I, going into it, was like, oh my gosh, I've been following these people. I mean, some of these people are huge. Like, yeah. what? And, I mean, they told us, like, do not fangirl. <laughs> like, you just, yeah. you know what I mean? Check yourself. Check yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I definitely found myself having, like, these starstruck moments. Yeah. Where okay. I was like, oh my gosh, play it cool, play it cool. Yeah. Or, like, found myself staring, you know, a little sure. bit. Sure. But I do think meeting them did make it seem so much more, like, they're just you know, like yeah. me, I mean, with a mass Instagram following and <laughs> all these other things, but still it right. kind of normalized. Totally. Yeah. It's, it seemed they were way more like down to earth and chill than I could have ever imagined, yeah. which was like really refreshing. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were all great. Like no one had that, you know, diva, Air about uh, totally. anything, yeah. anything, which I, I honestly didn't know what to expect. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it is funny because I had all these, you know, like you literally see totally. them. I was like nervous. But sure. It was, yeah. Because well, I feel like, too, the medium itself is designed to sort of put on some sort of 
image, right? Of, right? This is who I am. My life's so glamorous and stuff like that. And I feel like it's really easy to to buy the image that's being put out there. Even if that image is them to an extent, there's still a level of like, okay, cool. But at the end of the day, you're just another human on the right, planet. Right, right. Yeah. And I honestly think, I think what we're seeing a lot is that being, especially I think during the pandemic when people were at home and whatever, yeah, yeah. I think being more relatable like i think that's what people mm. are more are drawn looking to for almost you know because when it's like this unattainable this person that buys designer luxury items and lives this insane life it's like that's just not realistic right and so i do think it's almost the like i think we're seeing it's the you know mom influencers that yeah. talk about like routine <laughs> you know kid like, this issues. is the tupperware yes. i use and then literally. they sell thousands of that unit of tupperware in that that's what gets them the label influencer. Yeah. No, literally. It's like the little <laughs> mundane things. And I think, but I think that's what like sells the most. I think that's what people want to yeah. see because you do, you almost feel like you can relate yeah. and like you're in their shoes. So I think if anything, that's like working, you know, yeah. that's bigger. And bigger. Honestly, that makes so much sense. Cause I remember probably like a year ago, there was a, uh, something that was going around some influencer, was like washing stuff in the bathtub like a certain way and like swirling things a certain way and using certain products. And every like young mom that I know was reposting it and being like, oh my gosh, I tried this. It's it totally works. Right. And the whole concept was here's how to get stains out of like your couch cushions the best possible way. And it blew up. And that's so normal. You oh, know? blew up. I know. Or yeah. like, I mean, Starbucks orders. I feel like it's like, oh my gosh, well, this is, it's Yeah, like that was like a trend during the over. pandemic. Yeah. I know. Well, it is. Didn't Starbucks run out of oat milk because of yeah, I think so. social media that like everyone kept posting about it and they're like, we don't, right. we don't have enough. To, it's like, so funny. Well, and I think the funniest <laughs> thing is, I mean, I literally like work with and for these people and I find myself every day being like, we joke like influenced by the influencers. <laughs> sure. Because literally... Um, yeah, no, but it's funny. Well, Ian, I think so many parenting things, like I feel like I oh, yeah. like know how to be a mom. Like all of a sudden <laughs> I'm like, I know, you know, which car seat to get my kids. <laughs> I know what to feed them. Sure. I know like all these things right. from following. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think so many moms, you know, like totally. love sure. the space. And it's so funny because I'm like, this is so far from <laughs> my life stage. Yeah. It's such a funny concept to think about. I think even just the concept of celebrity and then you partner that with the concept of social media and like the propaganda and the idea behind its design. I mean, I could nerd out on that for hours. It fascinates me how social media is wielded in a way that you really can just be like an average Joe and you right. do like one thing that takes off and that's your life. And then you Huge. literally make a living and like become an influencer and that's like a legit idea in our society now it's like oh yeah. what do you do oh I'm a banker oh I'm an influencer and it's like I was listening to a podcast a few weeks ago and somebody was talking about how now when you ask a kid what they want to be when they grow up they're not saying astronaut or vet they're like oh I want to be an influencer and you're like that makes total sense I'd also love to be an influencer <laughs> yeah yeah and I've heard that YouTuber insane. is one of the top things that kids say now about yeah. what they want to be yeah and, I it, and like we've almost it not in a bad way, regressed is a negative word, but it's like we've almost taken the, in some ways, the mystery out of celebrity and mm. we've put it on like quote unquote average people. Yeah. And it, I don't know, the whole concept just fascinates me and I feel like you have such a unique 
view and perspective on that because of your job. No, it's so interesting. Well, and I think I was just talking about with someone how now you even see like fashion week. It mm. used to be all the celebrities and now it's like the influencers. That yeah. Are isn't just, that crazy? You know, like how much has changed, but, um, no, it's wild, but I do think, I think there's, you know, can often be a big negative connotation, but I think sure. it's like seeing how much kind of power yeah. they have is insane. And just like brands <laughs> yeah. choosing to put all their money in you know influencer spend versus like totally you know, normal yeah. advertising is wild well i was gonna ask you this do companies now see that it's more profitable to pay an influencer than to buy like a tv ad like is there like is there a higher conversion rate doing the influencer out than like the more traditional advertising yeah i mean that's a lot of we've i mean kind of present a lot of those studies like to brands and kind of show that that there's like legit you know yeah. results showing that it's more profitable than like to you know <laughs> typical print media that's insane yeah no yeah. it's insane but again it's just wild because the pandemic like it just grew yeah. everything so much so because you know, they weren't doing photo shoots and events and companies weren't doing all these things. Yeah. And so that was where they put their money and yeah, just took off. That's why. It's like, we need somebody to do this from our living room and suburban moms everywhere. <laughs> I know. I will serve. Literally. But again, the cleaning, like <laughs> sure, yeah. huge. Totally. And I'm trying, cooking. Oh my gosh. Remember yeah, like the bread? Totally. Oh Someone's my gosh. Bread oh, everybody <laughs> made bread. Everyone made bread. 100%. I made banana bread like every week. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember going to Central like this is probably like April 2020, so like height quarantine, oh, right? Yeah. And they were um, only allowing you to get two things of flour. Like <laughs> they were like rationing flour because That's they said, "I'm so sorry, everyone wants flour." I'm like, that really is insane. Yeah, it's like it was like, well, sir, I I know you have bread to make, but. <laughs> Everyone has bread to make right now. Bread to make. And so, yeah, would have thought. Yeah. Everyone's growing their own yeast at home. Yeah, honestly, rationing flour. <laughs> yeah. No masks and no flour. Like, like that was that was <laughs> April 20th. Yeah, yeah, totally. No toilet paper, yeah. What a weird, so weird year. Good. Oh, man. Um, all right, I want to ask you about this now. Okay. Um, our very first conversation ever. Uh, we were on the bus in Belize. Okay. And I remember me and Brett were sitting there and you and Alden I think were behind us and we just started you know chatting it up and it came to our knowledge that you had a food Instagram right dining with dev dining with dev and I kid you not when Hales and I go to like a new city <laughs> we look you go to Devin's Instagram we go to dining with dev first or we'll just text her and say alright late on us and the last two places that we've been dev has exclusively given us recommendations and they've all been phenomenal <laughs> so one thank you so I want to ask you about that, but one of the things that has legitimately changed our life and we will not stop talking about it is the vegan soft serve at make believe, make believe. In yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of this world. Why, why is that so good? Oh it, my gosh. It's unbelievable. It's delightful. I will say I'm, I know I, so I, I should be, I'm basically dairy free. I should be okay. dairy free. Sometimes I, you know, like I love vodka pasta. <laughs> But um, there are so many amazing, like, vegan desserts yeah, totally. now. So it's not even, like, really not that much of a sacrifice. hard. No, yeah. because the oat milk, the coconut milk. Totally. Yes. If you're ever in Denver, make believe. Soft serve. It's incredible. The toppings. Yeah. I mean. So they call them wizards, like blizzards. But 
Yeah. Clever. What did you get? What topping did you I get? I got the, the the peanut butter cup. Oh, me too. oh my gosh. It's so good. It's insane. And it's a funny little place. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it's super small. It's unexpected. It's random area. Totally. For the listener, but, both of their eyes lit up I know. when this conversation started. Like they both sat up in their chair and like leaned in and they're like really into this conversation. And I'm sitting here like, I, I can't wait I to go. I wish you, you need to experience so, it. Dev and I are going to go. We're going to go. So here's, I feel like we're hitting it off. After this, this is going really well. <laughs> we're absolutely I can't go. wait. So, I'm going to meet Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> she will take you. So the context for Hells and I, we were leaving uh, a rehearsal dinner and it was probably like 20, 30 minutes from our hotel and she goes do you want to go try that soft serve thing that <laughs> that we saw on dev Dev's thing and i was like yeah so we drive like 30 minutes to go get it all of a sudden it starts pouring down My down gosh. rain and we're like you know what we're here we're gonna do it so we like run in the rain stand in the rain to get it and i kid you not it was worth it was worth it. it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so it. happy to hear that. It was awesome. I, well, and I found that place through like someone else's Instagram. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a hidden gem. It's a uh, hidden gem. Do you still actively update it? Because oh, yeah. that Belize trip must have been years ago. It was So, years this ago. has been like an ongoing thing. Yes. So, I started the account probably mid high school. Okay. I remember okay. like being, I remember where I was. <laughs> and I don't even know. I guess I always took pictures of food, whatever. Decided to start this account. And it's just been like a fun hobby. Sure. It's actually funny because, um, the same year I started it, like these girls that I went to high school with started one and they have like 25K followers now. No way. And what? I've just always been like a little bitter about it. <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'll bet they weren't on the bank committee. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You're fine. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, yeah, but it's just been like a fun thing. And as I've traveled and whatever, um, I've just... What are some I of the love, wrecks that come to the top of your brain? Like some of your proudest. Some of my proudest. Well, I spent one summer in New York. So I had like a lot of great sure. New York experiences. Oh, totally. But I will say, I mean, Fort Worth and Dallas have like incredible food scene. Yeah. Austin too. I mean, Texas. I honestly, I think Denver has some good restaurants, but I yeah. honestly think the food scene here like puts that to shame. Really? Really? Um, yes. Okay. You heard it That's here first. Praise. I mean it. I do. I mean it. Um, yeah, there are just so many fun places, but like my favorite thing is traveling somewhere and like before doing all my research, mm. yeah. finding like the best places. I feel like I've become like my family's travel agent <laughs> sure. and well, I always to... make all the reservations. Let me know if you okay. ever need help, <laughs> but it's become like such a fun thing. And now I really need to make some kind of like guide because yeah, totally. I get asked all the time and I'm like, you should, I just need to like put it all. Well, um, I mean, so if you ever need some Mississippi places, you just let, let me know. know. Yeah. Uh, what, what is the place I've been to forgetting the name? It'll come to you. It was good. I would love to. I know. went somewhere last time. It was really good. Okay. I'm, yeah. <laughs> But it really is no. It's so fun for me. So yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. What's your it. favorite foodie city? Okay, good question. Also, I would say New York, just yeah, because there's like hard to so beat. much. I yeah. know it's hard to beat. Um, I did a study, a little study abroad stint in London, oh, and yeah, yeah. they had great food. But um, yeah, New York's just hard to beat. Yeah. Um, oh, so many good places. So, so many. So here's a question that I want to ask because Hales and I argue about this all okay. the time. <laughs> what is your vibes to quality of food ratio when when you're picking a restaurant? Because an argument that we have in my home a lot is that I choose vibes over quality of food, which okay. I would argue. Your wife has said that to me. She's yeah. like, oh my God, Josh picks vibes <laughs> totally. over food. And I'm like, I feel like that's a conversation you should be having with Josh. <laughs> oh, no, and we have it for sure. Uh, because... 
I think there are restaurants where it's like, okay, the vibes are awesome, but the food's not great. Yeah. But then there's restaurants that are food's awesome, but the vibes aren't But it's there. a hole right. in the wall. Like and, you're not going to post about it. Right. And the right. winner is when the vibes and the food are both like working in sync where it's like, this was just an all around great experience. Do you have a ratio in your mind of like, I'll take a, a little knock off the food as long as the vibes are a certain. Totally. Um, Yes, you're right. When it's even, that's like, yeah. you know, the dream. ideal. I would, I will say some of the best meals I've ever had, obviously, but like there wasn't a picture because it didn't look good. And <laughs> vibes were, you know, off. But that's a hard question. I definitely am into the like cute aesthetic totally. places. Sure. Yeah. But I would say at the end of the day, like if I remember a place, it's because the food yeah. was so good. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a good point. So, and I'm honestly not, I will say for being as much as a foodie as I am, I'm honestly kind of a picky or I'm not the most, um, like you won't have anything. No, like okay. I don't eat seafood. I'll do f- shrimp, but I won't okay. eat any other fish, which really? like no sushi. I know when people are like, you know, sushi obsessed. <laughs> um, I feel like as a foodie, that shocks me. I know. And there are quite a few things that, there are quite a few things like I won't try. Like I'm not okay. that. That know, just means your recommendations though are that much more trustworthy. Because yes. that means like your net is way wider. So like you're going to make a recommendation that anyone would like. Whereas when we had Ronnie Mosley on, total foodie, mm-hmm. love and respect him a ton. He'll recommend things and I follow him on Instagram now and he'll post. And I'm like, I would never eat that. Right. But I love that for him. And so right. that's fair. Right. So yeah, I'm not, I wish I was a little bit more adventurous. Sure. Um, I'm also like the biggest coffee shop lover. Don't drink coffee, you know? <laughs> um, so. Really? Yes. But I know. Yeah. It's, so that's funny. Yeah. That knocked me back I a know. little. But okay. it's kind of a lot of pressure now. I feel like people going right. places like it. Sure. Kind of makes me nervous. Again, not that I have that large of a following, <laughs> but... Makes you nervous because they want coffee recommendations? Or no, just for any... any like the bar, is, the bar is now set. And you're like, like, I can do nothing I but let you down at this point. Right, like if yeah. I tell someone to go somewhere, then it's kind of a lot of prefer- pressure. Sure. So, anyways. Well, so far you've been nailing been it. Good. Thank stakes. you, thank you. I actually had experience. a big... This was like a big moment. You'd appreciate this. Okay. So, my dad has like never understood. He like has no social media. I mean, I truly don't think he knows what Instagram <laughs> is, anything. And I, every time we're like at a meal, I take a pic. He's like, kind of rolls his eyes. Hey, phone eats first. Yeah, mm-hmm. is like, does, I mean, just does not understand. Probably yeah. has no idea that people post pictures of food. Yeah. I remember like once I put, I was applying to a job in the, you know, restaurant hospitality industry doing social media. So I like put it on my resume. Yeah. And. Oh, that's creative. He like just did not understand. Well, recently, for the first time ever, all of a sudden, I get a text from my dad, and it's a picture of like a salmon fillet, <laughs> and it just amazing. says the name of the restaurant, and it like meant everything oh, to bet. me because yeah. I felt like literally for seven years yeah. it was like he just did not understand me, and I felt <laughs> so known. Yeah, in you're this like moment. he sees me, he knows me, literally. he loves me. That yeah. was like the that's greatest. your oddly specific love language. No, literally, and he and I think the best part about it was that I think he was at a business dinner too. Oh no way! So like the thought of him like <laughs> just whipping his phone whipping out. his phone out like has me like mid meeting. Literally has me weak. That's so sweet. that was that's incredible. That's honestly the endearing of my yeah. career, my non-existent. <laughs> you're like I've career. peaked. Literally. I've peaked. I've lived in New Zealand and my dad took a picture Literally. of a salmon. I've peaked. I told him I was going to post it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that good, but. That's awesome. I love that. Honestly, on that note, 
I love your dad. Like I'm obsessed <laughs> with your dad. He's an incredible dude. Um, you would love both Lynn and Kelly. They're I don't doubt it at I all. Mean, we should bring up. We should bring them in sometime. Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> I I joke with like my friends that when I meet my friends' parents, I'm like, I'm gonna win you over. Yeah. Like we are gonna be besties in about a half hour. I'm like, that. we're gonna be besties before dinner gets here. Like, let's chat. I feel like my parents like my friends more than me, you know, sometimes. Oh, that's a real thing that happens to me constantly. My sweet parents will call me and they're like, Brooke, how is so-and-so? I'm like, okay, well, first of all, I'm fine. (laughs) Let me tell you about my day. And second of all, (laughs) screw you. (laughs) No, they're great. I love them so much. That's such a cool, that's a cool dynamic to have with your your parents. They're great. They're great. Okay, two more foodie questions I want to ask you. Okay, while While we're on the topic. Um, What are the spots that you're like really digging right now? Okay, good question. Um, there's this place in Dallas, if this means anything to anyone. It's called Dive, and okay. it's um, it's like a, I don't even know if it's Mediterranean food, kind of, I guess. Is it in Steiner Plaza? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. Or they call it Coastal, I think, okay. maybe. Um, again, I don't eat fish, but sure. <laughs> they have many offerings. And it's like a order up, sit down. Okay. So it's not, it's not like fast, I mean, it's, good healthy food it's nicer than just like uh whatever yeah but anyways i love it it's like my favorite place in dallas i think it's a hidden gem and recently long story short i i missed the july special at this restaurant and i was like distraught because i (laughs) was was like july special july special was chicken taquitos oh and i get back like august 1st and i was like (laughs) listen i'm so bummed you're like Like, i know july's over but i know you have a taquito in the back (laughs) i literally was like can you please do this for me and i literally i probably didn't even need to do this but i started going off about how i was like i'm so loyal i come multiple times a week (laughs) you're like i have a food instagram literally i was like please can you make these taquitos for me so they did no angels so sure enough, <laughs> i come back the next day not even planned i like had a friend visiting and i was like yeah. you know what i'll take her and the guy that i'd spoken with the next day or the previous day came up to me and or whatever said hi and then later on while i was eating my meal he said since you're such a loyal fan here's some merch and gave me two shirts no way like literally and you're like, can i trade these for the t-shirt but it was awesome and that's anyways cool. i just love this place that's awesome love love, love it um so that's a great one. yeah that's the hot spot right now that's for you. my like favorite go-to but i'm trying to think what else there are a lot of dallas i feel like has a lot of really nice restaurants yeah, totally so like i feel like there's so many i want to try but i'm like totally. it's not the kind of place i'm just gonna go on a i feel like dallas spree. like changes a lot too yeah like, there's there's like a, a new hot restaurant in town and then like it kind of like disappears or kind of fades away and there's I, some, something else new i agree there's a mexican place called doce mesas i love oh i will say like everywhere have y'all been to barcelona wine bar no no they have them in all different cities okay, okay. hales would let y'all gotta go okay. you gotta go okay it's like tapas it's like a spanish Ooh, okay just incredible paella all that you just get like a bunch of tapas and it's like you get a lot of food for like a pretty good i mean it's a nice restaurant yeah. but not Crazy. you get a lot yeah like a lot for a good price that's, that's awesome. a great place and they have them okay. all over the country I know so, we just met, but I trust you implicitly. So I'll, like, I'll literally come. It's amazing. Okay. Amazing. I so, love that. So that's a good one. Have you ever thought about opening a restaurant? Has that ever been a dream of yours? That's funny you ask that because it honestly hasn't. Really? No. She's but like, like, until maybe. right now. <laughs> I feel like you would be a great restaurateur. 
I think it would be, it would be, I think it would be fun, but I do think I hear so many stories of it being yeah. so, so hard. terrible. Like, totally. yeah, like people hard. that open one and literally it's seven days a week, you know, like. Yeah. And that's your whole life. Nights, whole life, whole life. So yeah. Yeah. I feel like I hear it just being intense. Yeah. Yeah. And Food I don't know if I would no be, joke. right. Holidays, you yeah, know. So I don't know true. if I would really be willing to like commit that much. Yeah. But That's having valid. like a fun like food side gig, you know, yeah, could sure. be fun. Totally. Or just like being a restaurant promoter. Table. Yeah. That's a thing, right? Honestly. That's like a career. I had a friend who was a restaurant promoter uh, in Dallas, actually. And it was the best because they have to invite all these people to like the soft openings. And so I went to That's a good friend every to have. soft opening oh for six yeah. months. It was <laughs> awesome. That really would be. I mean, you've basically so been doing that great. for free the last twenty I minutes. So. I literally am like, you might as well catch just like a free dessert. Anything? Yeah. <laughs> like, I will literally write you. Yeah, it's uh, funny. That's awesome. But um, no, it's so fun. I think I and I I will say I had a friend years ago. I read this article and it was about this friend and how she like sees the Lord through like kind of like her taste buds. Oh wow! And like sure. the different you know, just textures and colors and flavors yeah. there are. And I honestly think that gave me like, I still, that like, like that resonates you a with little. me. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I do think about that. It's more than just like a meal, but of like, honestly, just, I think a tangible, yeah. you know, it's common part grace. of like the Lord's goodness totally. and like creating all these different foods. I could not agree more. Like, I think it's, it like kind of gives me chills. So yeah. Anyways, I think that's, that's a cool perspective. Cool side oh, note. Cool totally. side note. But yeah. that like stuck with me when I read yeah. it once and I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. I do. Like I see that. <coughs> totally. I know. I was uh, talking to someone a while ago and we were talking about, you know, like the grace of God is so evident in taste buds because yeah. mm. he could have created us to fuel our bodies without the joy of taste or aroma or like all those things. And th the fact that I can nourish myself and fuel my body and still get to taste all these amazing flavors like that's pretty stinking cool right no i totally agree and just the fact of when you go different places how yeah. it's like such a unique thing totally. to each country and yeah. just mm -hmm. such a i love i mean the community aspect is like you know the right. best part of just enjoying a meal with other people totally. but um yeah i think that's such a cool thing and i remember i once had a conversation with your wife back to Haley, and was talking about like eating like you want to eat good food to like fuel your body like yeah. it's like a physical you know and was kind of like when you put good food in your body you she basically was like i can like better worship the lord yeah. when i'm like fueled in a good totally. way and i was like yeah so true totally so true all right last question before we ask you some fun random okay, questions okay great that's cool <clears throat> so we love talking about people's stories and stuff like yeah. that um and i feel like you've you've gotten to do a lot in your life thus far but obviously you have a whole lot of story left uh what do you hope your story looks like 10 years from now 20 years from now another great question um i think lately like living abroad has really been in my yeah. heart i think because i had that experience yeah. growing up so i'm hoping to do some kind of stint cool. abroad um I think I have this like big city craving. Yeah. So I think I just like feel the need to go somewhere. Yeah. So I hope I move somewhere else. Not necessarily for a long time. Yeah. And it's not because I have anything against where I am now. Yeah. I think I just like have this. You just have that itch. I do. Yeah. I have this itch. And I think I've like tried and to suppress it. And I just can't. Exactly. Um, so I think 
that it's funny. I think the older I get, the more, yes, I want to travel more and, you know, move overseas and all these things. But yeah. I also like feel this desire and want to be closer to my family too. Mm, so I feel yeah. like I kind of have these like conflicting, yeah, totally. you know, things of like both my sisters are in the same city and like the FOMO is just you know, <laughs> uncontrollable. So I feel like I have these conflicting things, but yeah. I think for like a short stint yeah, at least yeah. cool. I need to go off. Um, what else? I don't know. Lately and off that, I've thought about starting like some kind of website with food guides cool. again. You should. Not that I'm like, big time or anything but i really do love that and like love well and you're good at it helping people oh you're sweet but it like really is such a fun thing for me yeah. so maybe i'll do that who Great. knows love i hopefully you. try some good new spots <coughs> um you know what else i mean so many things honestly you're way ahead of the curve with the whole i want to live internationally because, I mean, you I'm have. Even. I mean, you're talking to someone who I've never left the country. So. Come with. Come with. <laughs> I feel like I'm in this in-between phase of, like. I would be so needy, but you would laugh a lot. I know. <laughs> you know, pros and cons. <laughs> I kind of have this. I have a lot of friends that are starting to get married, settle mm, down. And yeah. so I feel like I'm not there. So I kind of feel like this is my time to, yeah, you sure. know. Um, so, yeah. I it's, support you. I, I love that. But we'll you do see you, where that takes me. Sweet. We will see. I think truly, like, I have tried this whole past year. Like, I never thought I would end up in Dallas, had my heart set on New York. Yeah. Never in a million years thought I would be here. And so I'm just kind of like, you know what? Whatever God's got in store. Yeah. You'll go there. Let's do it. And I say that more, you know, <coughs> willing than. Sure. Obviously, it's harder well, than. One of the most interesting things about you in kind of a funny way, just in this conversation, first impression of you, you casually said a minute ago, like in passing, you're like, yeah, I did a stint in London. And the fact that that <laughs> even casually came up in conversation shows just how, like, like how many experiences you've gotten to have and how that has shaped your worldview and kind of like your list and your yeah. goals and like even the possibility of dreaming of like, where are you going to be in 10 years? Like if Josh asked me that question, I'd be like, I'll still be in Fort Worth and <laughs> hope I'm healthy and loving yeah. people well. And that's kind of like my bar. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I think that's what's fascinating just about humans in general. Totally. Is you can ask every person you know the exact same question and get a unique answer every single time because there are so many factors bleeding into how you answer each question and how you even make decisions totally. going forward. You know, most of us are nowhere close to famous, but it sure feels good when the people that love us most make us feel like a big deal. And a great way to do that is with a gift from Our Spare Change. Our Spare Change creates custom handcrafted jewelry that's created to specifically tell stories. You could get a special date or a meaningful phrase engraved on their stylish cuffs or even personalize it with a name. And now that it's wedding season, I can't help but think what a perfect gift that would make for a bridal party or a groom or a bride. I think Our Spare Change would be the perfect addition to the wedding season. But they've also got cute earrings and rings, and for the guys in your life, they have tie bars, cuffs, bookmarks, and keychains. We love the Southern California-based company and their passion for telling stories. So let Our Spare Change help you and the people in your life share your story by using promo code NOWHEREClose to get 20% off your purchase at OurSpareChange.com. All right, Kabul, fun random question. Okay, yes. down. hit me. I've been dying to ask this the whole time. What are some of your oddly specific love languages? 
Does that question make sense to you? Yes. Like just oddly specific it does. things that make you uniquely feel so seen, known, and loved. Okay. Well, I would say for one, I am a huge germaphobe. So okay. yes, big time. I've gotten a lot better. But I think that um, recently my mom was visiting and like deep cleaned my shower. That's so kind. My room and that was like, I mean, I know everyone, you know, right. would appreciate that. Totally. But I like really. You just really felt me. And just too. like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Like she knows. People close to me know how triggered I get by like, you know, messes and whatever. So yeah. that just makes me feel. Like, I feel like you really deeply know me if you know, like, to, you know, yeah. keep things organized. <laughs> um, what's another one? I love that question. I we really like love it. That question. Yeah. Oh, getting my hair brushed, random. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, like, whenever I'm home, I have my mom brush my hair every night. It is like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's kind. Everything to me. That's so tender. Um... Those are honestly, those Having are obviously specific. You know, salmon. Having right. send, people sending me food pictures really yeah. is like a sweet, even especially if you recommended the place. And they're like, Oh, thanks so much especially. for the rest. Especially, yeah. yes, 100%. Okay. Um, and then I always joke, like, I love chocolate chip, warm chocolate chip cookies. So, like, honestly, same. that's like, who I, I joke that oh. chocolate chip cookies are my love. <laughs> Again, who isn't? But that's like, yeah. oh my gosh, right, stir crazy. Okay. Here in Fort Worth makes a mean chocolate chip cookie. I don't cookie. know if I've ever actually had theirs. In I've my been opinion, on, they like, make a really good one. I, yeah, on a hunt. For okay. like just. I had, where did I, I had an amazing one the other day. I'm forgetting where it was. Yeah. When you were in New York, did yeah. you ever go to Levain's? I did. So I think those are. Yeah. Insane. Just what's your level. like? What's your pinnacle? What's what's the best you've had <laughs> okay, thus yeah. far? So I'm kind of picky. The, those are up there, and there's a place yeah. called Chip. Okay. New York chips, New York City. Yeah. I kind of thought those there. were better than really. Oh, okay. Levine. Um, again, like huge, warm, yeah. doughy. I will say this oh. is kind of unpopular opinion, but okay. crumble is not my favorite. Okay. No, which, <coughs> I feel like I hear that from a lot of people on it. Like, not to hate on crumble. My dad is the biggest crumble fan yeah. in the whole world, yeah. but um, not my favorite. At least not the chocolate chip. Okay. I like the other ones, yeah. but well, their specialty is kind of the crazy stuff, anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Where did I have like an unexpected? I feel like sometimes I just have like random amazing at like a restaurant, like a warm sure. restoration hardware has a great yeah. one. Okay. <laughs> I love like, like a sea salt. Oh, you know, yeah, the like sea salt. That just oh, like takes it to the <laughs> next <laughs> level. Next level. Pazoo, like BJ's Pazookis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, superior. You're speaking my language. Literally superior. Uh, what is it? Um, milk and cookies besides oh, tiny box Tiny box ones. <laughs> That's top five. Those are unbelievable. Th that's honestly probably like top two. We, I think they're unbelievable. We, the last time that Hells and I were in Austin, we like stopped by on our way out of town. And I actually, I think you recommended Tiny Boxwood. I probably did. Yeah. And uh, you're such a giver. Yeah. Just, such you know, Dev, <laughs> just changing lives. Deb nailed it again. And uh, <laughs> she did it again. <laughs> and so we were like driving in the car, we were eating them, and we're like, we might eat this like a whole box on the way home. Like it's so no, good. Literally. Okay. And one thing for anyone that might listen to this, that goes to tiny box woods, they have a pizuki type thing also oh, that really? not many people know about. I had it recently, like huge skillet yeah. cookie ice cream oh, on top. Stop. It really was like maybe the best thing I've ever had. <laughs> 
That's truly. amazing. So I love a good warm chocolate chip. I mean, cookie. it's just impossible to beat. But yeah. growing up in high school, my mom and I had this ritual every night. We literally called it milk and cookies, like yeah. whatever. And or no, not milk, cookies and ice cream, cookies and ice cream. And every night, I don't know how we did this. It was, I guess, like my <laughs> high school metabolism. But we would have four little Toll House chocolate chip cookies with ice cream on top oh, every night. That's awesome. Like it was our and thing she would where brush your hair. She would. She would come upstairs. <laughs> I was always up so late, so stressed. She would come up, bring the cookies, bring dessert. sit on my floor. We'd eat them, and then she'd take the bowl and leave. I gotta, back meet, I gotta meet her. You would, but yeah. it was, I mean, they were literally Toll House. But I kid you not, every night. Like yeah. I once, I literally ran a half marathon. I wish I could show y'all a pic. And my sister held a sign that said like. Milk and cookies. Like think the about end. the milk and cookies. <laughs> that's <laughs> or awesome. Or ice cream and cookies. Yeah. yeah. That's like everything. That's incredible. Um, what is your favorite story to tell? <laughs> and the way we usually couch this is like, let's say that you're at a party and there's like a lull and someone says, Dev, we need you to just <laughs> bring the party okay. back. What's the story that you just like love telling? Okay, this isn't necessarily that funny, but this is just like one of my favorite yeah. stories. So I am um, the biggest Dancing with the Stars fan. Really? Me and <laughs> your grandma, probably. Yeah. Everything it's... you say makes me like you even more. <laughs> like obsessed. I'm missing the show tonight. No big deal, you guys. I, but... no, it's Monday. <laughs> it, no. I feel even more love that you. Yeah, for oh real. We it was owe you a it. dessert. It was worth it. So okay. anyways, love Dancing the show. Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Literally like watch it yeah. every Who's day, your favorite Even pro? if it's by myself. That's like so hard. I literally yeah. love them all. Whitney okay. Carson, obsessed. Val, okay. obsessed. Okay. <laughs> um, but like watch it back in the days with the Huff siblings, yeah. all the things. Yeah, totally. So in high school, whatever, was so into it. So I would sign up every week to get to go to the live show. And oh, no way. Because that used to be pretty hard to do, right? Right. I mean, it was in LA. I lived in Denver, right? Yeah. So don't ask me why. But so one, I want to say it was like a Friday. I get an email that says I got it after like being on the list for like a year. And so immediately I just hit, it says like claim tickets. So I just and you're like, do it. Absolutely, yeah. I will do that. <laughs> so I claim tickets, call my mom right away. And I was yeah. like, mom, what are the chances we can get yeah. to pack the hairbrush? LA, <laughs> We're going pack to LA. the hairbrush. We're going to LA like next week or in like two days. <laughs> and shockingly, she said, you know, like I'll call your dad, whatever. Calls him. This is not the kind of thing my yeah. dad parents would really ever support. Yeah. But somehow... I don't know if we like had miles or if he was just like had a soft was, you know, sweet that day, <laughs> but said, yes, you should go. So book tickets literally flew out that morning and missed school and flew out that morning with my mom and my sister. We like joking. Called in a called sub at the it. bank. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. You would get points if you replace someone. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Um, and went that morning. We literally called it hashtag Devin's dream day not that we were like I don't even we just <coughs> called it Devin's dream day no there so was a following and there needed there to be a hashtag <laughs> but basically went to LA waited in line all day like got ready in our car I mean we weren't going to stay the night so like literally got ready in our car waited in line all day and but the thing they don't tell you is that if you don't make it in like the previous week because you know they have more people come than oh, yeah okay. they have room for so that to make sure it's filled so if you don't get in the previous week, you immediately get to you get to be at the front of the line the next week. Oh my gosh! But you don't have to come until right before the show. Like they give you a ticket. So like, but we're, you live in Denver, right? So like we're like number five in line. So we're like, oh no problem. But then all of a sudden, we're ten all minutes the before the show, all the people are up. flooding in. So we're yeah. like, 
oh my gosh, we're not going to get in. Like these people live in LA. We flew here for this. Oh my gosh. So the show started and we're not inside. And we're literally like this, like we have to get inside. But turns out that they, so they, I don't know if you're familiar with the show, but there's like an upper balcony. I hate balcony. how familiar I am with it. Oh, I, I know exactly <laughs> you know what you're talking about. Yeah. So they fill the people up there first. Well, then once the show starts, they see where like the lower seats weren't filled by the family members and the other celebrities. Yeah. And then they fill you in there, like the extras. Oh, no. Like God. randomly. So the show is like five minutes in. They grab me, my mom, my sisters, and like put us in the like first and second row. Like no the way. best seats. And we're not next to each other, but like who right. cares? Yeah. yeah. So anyways, it was amazing. Von Miller was on the show that year. Oh, who, no way. Broncos, Denver, all the things. I like sat right by his family and and my little sister was on TV a few times. And <laughs> anyways, it was incredible. Got in and out after, went to the airport, flew back. And that was, was all like, in one day. All one day. No. And way. it was just like an incredible That's day. insane. That's awesome. And I just Love the show so much. That's so funny. Are um are you into Peloton by chance? No, I'm not. But I know Cody is He's, on it. Are you rooting for him? Not really. Okay. I'm rooting for um who am I rooting for? It's actually a pretty good season. Yeah. I'm kind of there's always this like a bunch of them this season have dancing experience, uh, which okay. is kind of kind of like ruins it. It does. It makes it more entertaining <laughs> in the sense that like they're really good. Yeah, but it's sure. like it's not really fair. I mean, honestly, my dream is to be on the show. Like, if you really? ask me, my number one dream is to be on <laughs> Dancing Stars. I'm not kidding. Mm. Um, but <laughs> anyways, Matt James, I like yeah. like him. Olivia Jade, I'm actually rooting for her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, Amanda Clutes. Okay. Okay. But again, she is dance experience. Like so many of them, yeah. I don't even know what she's experience. famous for. She did. Um, she used to be on Broadway. Okay. Now oh. she's like a talk show host. Yeah, okay. they're just a bunch of Broadway. And is she a star worth dancing with? I don't know. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the pros are like amazing. Like I keep up yeah. with them. Like they're yeah. like they all have big my Instagram number one followers. influencers. Yes, yeah. and they like have babies, and I'm like obsessed. <laughs> so. That would probably be my story. That's awesome. I love so that. That's funny. That's a good it was story. Just, it was like the best. And like my sister and mom came, but like yeah. weren't even really right. into it. They were just kind of there. They were just going along. And I was, I mean, we literally brought like crazy creeks, you know, the little seats. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I literally just sat on the curb <laughs> for like hours and then just left. Yeah. Such good sports. <laughs> oh, that's such like dedication, like to you and your love for dancing sweet. with the stars, you know? That's I just awesome. don't think I've ever done anything so spontaneous. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, it was like two days before, but still <laughs> yeah. love this, like, yeah, yeah. Never in a million years did I think totally. we would actually go. <laughs> that's amazing. That's huge. No, so that's great. a great story. It was great. All right. Last question. Okay. As you know, this show is called Nowhere Close to Famous. However, okay. if you could be famous for one thing, what would that be? Um, okay, so besides being on Dancing with the Stars, <laughs> right. well, because you, you got to be a star to get there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My other like dream job is to be a Today Show host. No, oh. I love the Today Show. The Today also. Show specifically, not just like a morning show host. Like no, the, the Today, Today show. show. I'm like very anti Good Morning America. Oh, hot take. Even though they like partner with Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, <laughs> my grandma yeah. like will talk about Good Morning America, and I'm like, don't even You're like, get out of here with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so get out. Cool. So I. I just love the Today Show. Okay. So, like, being a host on the Today Show would be. What? When did your disdain for Good Morning America start? <laughs> oh, good question. How that's do you feel a, about Michael Strahan? <laughs> I don't even know where it came from. I think just because I grew up, my mom would always have okay. it on. 
like back in the day when it was yeah. like yeah. Katie Couric and um, actually when we were kids. So when we would be at home, yeah. If our moms and yeah. if our parents had it on, it was we grew up on the Today Show, not Good Morning America. But right. now like the script has flipped. And See, like, I grew up on GMA. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that oh. explains so much. <laughs> Des like, no. oh, well, you could cut the tension with the knife. <laughs> She's like, we can't be friends yeah. anymore. No, I just, I think it's because I really think like going to college, it like made me, I just always growing up, it was always on. Like even if I wasn't mm. watching it, yeah. it was this like, oh my God, like it's like, feels like home. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I love all the hosts. Yes. Love I could totally love see Jenna you being Bush like, Hager. you could get your foot in the door like being a, a segment like doing a segment like coordinator and you could just so like fun. do some food segments totally maybe do some celebrity I'm segments i'm gonna tag the today show whenever we like okay. post your <laughs> photo for your 100 we should literally genius send us your best pick okay great for our for our instagram My dream. i knew someone recently they have like fans like there's like a special i forget what it's called honestly if you someone... want to pose with this mic before you leave, oh, <laughs> we'll snap a pic yeah 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 so that would be just the dream I love Al that. Roker. I mean, I just love. Okay, yeah. so once you get famous and then you go on Dancing with the Stars, which pro would you want to dance with? Okay, so good, Val. Okay, obviously, yeah. <laughs> but I, I like really love so many of them. Okay, that's a unique love language is people appreciating Dancing with the Stars and watching <laughs> it with me. My roommate once. They also they travel a lot. I like will go to the live shows. Like I <laughs> am embarrassingly no yeah. whatever obsessed. And I brought one of my roommates once. She like had never watched it. Yeah. Okay. And now we live together, and she watches it with me. Every, like I'll probably check my phone after this, and I'll have like text. Yeah. And we like vote everything. So <laughs> okay. I'm like that is just everything to me. You know? I I really do feel so loved that you would give us tonight because I, you guys. I mean, I just want to brush your hair and give you a chocolate <laughs> chip cookie and watch <laughs> and watch Dance with Stars. Dream. Um, I'll do no, it. It's we'll so hang out good. in a couple of Mondays so when we don't have an episode booked. I'll come right. over and I would love to know. One thing I've always wondered is like how they pick people for it because yeah. I think. Sometimes, you know, they're like the current latest, you totally. know, yeah, like latest Cody Bachelor. Rigsby is right. only going to be famous Him. for like right. a, the next year, maybe. Or like every time there's an Olympics, you know, there's totally. someone from the Olympics. But then there are just the really super random people, totally. like so random. And I just can't fathom how they come up with them. Okay. Like, like a few years ago, a guy named Steve Wozniak was on. He did terrible, but he yeah. like started Apple with yeah. Steve Jobs and he was on Dancing with the Stars. Right. Did you like that reference? Like, that was great. That was great. <laughs> yeah. No, but they have such, like people that sometimes, I feel like I'm like pretty in the known pop culture that yeah. I'm like, I've never heard of this person. And it <clears throat> is just so odd. I don't know half the people on there now, which I'm actively, I'm not watching actively. One, yeah. of, one of my roommates loves it and like lives and breathes it, knows all the things about all the people. I'll have to connect y'all. Um, but I, I grew up watching it and was super into it, admittedly, and I just have gotten away from it. It's fine. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to get that. I didn't want our friendship to start on okay. a lie. Okay. I wanted it to start on nothing but the honest to God truth, Great. and that, that's my story. Okay. I'm okay. really rooting for the woman on there from The Office. The woman who played Jan oh, on The yes. Office. Yes, oh, she's, she's on, on there. there. And apparently she's doing pretty random. good. Oh, and who was it they had last What was her name from Tiger King? Oh. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Carol? Carol. Carol's done it. Baskin. Carol Baskin. Baskin. Yeah. I mean, I guess she was. But anyway, sometimes such random. But I just yeah, think. Totally. I'll finish up with this. But the produ- like the costumes, the production. It's is a whole. Just, yeah. Okay. Hot take. The judges. Hot take. Yeah. Josh, I'm so sorry for this tangent. No, no. I'm. 
I'm here for it. Tom Bergeron was the backbone of that show. Okay, okay. <laughs> and don't get me started. And Tyra and Banks. And don't get me started. So I, well, first, Tom, I need Tom back. That's I like, what I'm screaming. The worst mistake so- they ever made. Did they fire him? Because if they did, I need to talk to the producers. Literally, don't and be there's surprised. there's no way he just left. There's no way. He's I, the backbone of America. 100%. I will literally comment on the Instagrams, like, <laughs> yes. bring Tom back. Like, I'm not. <laughs> As you should. Okay, shout out to Tyra. She's beautiful. I'm sure she's great. No. She, no. she needs a new job. It she is, needs a new job. It is horrible. I will and start a campaign with you. Please. To get no, Tom No, this back. is so important to me because Good. that... This is important to me. It honestly has impacted the show. And I love Erin Andrews as a person, but I did not love her as a sure. host either. I took it personally when Tom left. Same. I was like, he owes me a letter? <laughs> ABC owes me an explanation. <laughs> like, I like I, really think the ratings have maybe gone down because... Oh, there's no way they have If it. you read the wanna... comments... On the Instagram. Really? Every week it's like roasting. Tara, <laughs> I think people I watch bad. it because they've been fans for so long and now they're they're just like, this is all crap. Because right. I feel well, like... All the old people, like Tom. Sure. I feel like the Dancing with the Stars fan base is a loyal and rabid <laughs> fan base. You know You're, what I mean? You could not have said that more accurately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Tom Bergeron could run for president and he would do well. He would do well. <laughs> he would do so well. He would do so well. I, but it is funny because all of a sudden you'll have a, a star on there that like a lot of people like, and all yeah. of a sudden people are like, like invested. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. No, they're amazing. Yeah. I'm so glad that we had that connection. I'm so glad. <laughs> Dancing with the stars. Love it. Dev, thank you so much. This has been so fun. This was so thank fun. You. I can't wait to see what you do with this, Josh. This is going to be a fun one to edit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I had so much fun. Sorry, that no. went so many different No, places. we had fun having you. Y'all rock. Well, we hope that you enjoyed our conversation with Devin Hacker. And if you did, there's many more coming your way just like it. So make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And another fun way to keep up with us, as always, is to give us a follow on Instagram. And you can find us at Nowhere Close to Famous Pod. As always, thanks for tuning in. Stay ordinary.